Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Wednesday the 11th of September. Coming up, record numbers of children groomed through Instagram. Everyone online is a stranger. Doesn't mean they're all bad. It means we don't know who they are. Um, and Breck thought that friends of friends were the same as a true friend, and, and they're just not. 86 migrants cross channel in single day. I think it's getting to the point where we do need to look very seriously at whether we add additional resources, maybe a border patrol or a maritime security defence mechanism or something additional to the border force. And South Eastern launches delay repay 15. As of today, customers will be able to claim for delays of 15 minutes or over, as opposed to uh, previously where you could could only claim for delays of 30 minutes or long. Kent Online News. Our top story today is all about online grooming as figures show more children than ever before are being targeted through Instagram. The NSPCC say there were 140 offences of sexual communication with a child recorded in the county in the year to April. That's up 15% on the previous 12 months. Deal mum Lauren Lefebvre's son Breck was murdered by someone he'd been speaking to online. It's sad that these numbers continue to go up and we have to do something about that. It can't continue year on year. We need to finish with that. For Breck, he was the kind of boy who loved gaming and computing. So for him, social media wasn't his main love. It was the gaming. But it's it's the same whether it's social media through gaming. It's that interacting with strangers. And that's why we teach with Breck Foundation that everyone online is a stranger. doesn't mean they're all bad. It means we don't know who they are. Um, And Breck thought that friends of friends were the same as a true friend, and and they're just not. Breck was introduced into a gaming group with some friends from school, and I was aware of it. He told me about it. He was so excited about it. And I knew some of those boys. They had been to the house. They had been uh, together in the community. And so he was having a great time online with the guys, and I did recognize a voice um, that that I didn't, uh, sorry, I heard a voice that I didn't recognize. And that's when I first asked Breck about it. And it was someone who had been gaming with the boys for up to four years. I think for young people, that's a long time to spend online together. And so they had learned to trust him and feel as if he was a friend, and yet he was truly a a stranger. One of the important things that we teach young children is that everyone online is a stranger. It doesn't mean they're all bad. It means we don't know who they are. And Breck hadn't had those sorts of lessons. He hadn't had lessons about grooming or exploitation or you know, anybody who might want to prey on him online. For him, it was his happy place. You know, it was where he felt comfortable. He was very tech orientated and never would have thought he was the kind of boy that would fall for something like this. They decided to set up the Breck Foundation only two weeks after Breck was killed because as the police investigation unfolded, there were dozens of people, including myself, who could have done something differently if only they were educated and empowered to understand the signs of grooming and to report and to act on it. And so it's really important for me because I don't want anyone else to lose their child or to have their child harmed or exploited or abused uh, online. I want together, collectively, as a community for us to stop these people in their tracks. And I think what we need is the help of the social media companies. The same people will be grooming children over and over again. um, And we need to make sure we stop those, those profiles from being able to interact with young people online. I strongly believe we need a regulator. We need something that just changes the way our social media lives are moving along. Young people have been engaging online with people they don't recognize, they don't realize the dangers that are there, and so we need to make sure we have measures in place. Education is key, but also we need to work together, and social media companies need to actually put more 
finances more investment into artificial intelligence, into ensuring that uh, people who can c continually abuse and use children, that they are not allowed back on these platforms. And they have the power, they have the tech knowledge to do this. It's not maybe their first um, uh, priority, but they have those skills and we need their help. If they won't give their help, then we need government to force them. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, an inquest has opened into the death of a 21-year-old who was stabbed on a night out in Maidstone. Today's proceedings heard Andre Bent suffered a fatal wound to his chest when a disturbance broke out in the centre of town last month. The inquest has been suspended while a criminal investigation continues. Five people are due in court later this month, one charged with murder. Detectives are keen to speak to anyone with information about a crash on the M25 in Kent, which left a pregnant woman in her 20s dead. She was killed along with her unborn child when a car came off the road near Sevenoaks and hit a fence almost four weeks ago. Crash investigators are still trying to work out exactly what happened and are urging people to double-check their dash cam footage. A man who spat at police officers and threatened to stab them after being thrown out of a restaurant in Ashford has been jailed for 16 months. A court heard Jake Palmer was found to be carrying a Stanley knife when he was arrested at French Connection in March. The 23-year-old from Hill Road in Folkestone had been drinking before it happened and pleaded guilty to carrying a bladed article in public. A record 86 migrants have been caught trying to cross the English Channel in a single day. Officers dealt with five separate incidents of men, women and children attempting the dangerous journey in small boats yesterday. Some were intercepted off the Kent coast, while others managed to reach the shore before being detained. Tony Smith's the former Director General of the UK Border Force. It puts huge pressure upon the Border Force because we can't anticipate that this is going to happen. We don't we just don't know so we're responding to events every two or three hours now and of course these are officers that are busy they've got other duties we are also responsible for managing the ports of entry during a very busy holiday period dealing with smuggling international organized crime so it is a really big challenge for us resource wise we have to stop the boats we have to find a way of stopping the boats. Um, once the boats get across, then the immigrants are uh, brought ashore, they mainly claim asylum, and they're not being sent back. That means that to the smugglers, that is success. Success breeds success. They're only in it for the money. They've got no regard for human life. And as a result of that, we are going to continue to see these sorts of figures until we can stop the boats. Yes, we need to work with our colleagues in France. We must stop the boats. And that means activities on their side and on our side together because neither of us want smuggling, neither of us want drownings, neither of us want international organised crime. It must be a joint concerted attempt by both sides to take out the smuggling gangs. I think it's getting to the point where we do need to look very seriously at whether we add additional resources, maybe a border patrol or a maritime security defence mechanism or something additional to the border force to enable us to cope with this as if it's going to carry on. Because this is a big resource uh, stretch for us and in this country we don't have a separate border patrol like some countries such as America do have. So I do think we need to look at that seriously now. We really must arrest and prosecute 
the smugglers and give them very, very stiff sentences to deter others from the same thing. At the moment, we're not seeing very many criminal prosecutions. They're making good money out of this and it's a miserable trade. So I really want to see people taken out, prosecuted and put in prison for a long, long time to send a message to others. Kent Online News. A school says it's arranged support for students after a pupil died when he fell onto railway tracks in Swanscombe. North Leet Technology College say they're deeply saddened and shocked by 15-year-old George Buckley's death at the weekend. A Just Giving page has been set up to help his family, who've described him as caring, funny and full of life. A motorcyclist is in a serious condition in hospital following a crash near Canterbury. The bike he was riding collided with a barrier on the A2 at the slip road for Women's World at the weekend. A man who started a fire at a care home near Maidstone has been jailed for more than two and a half years. A gaunt heard Matthew Turl helped raise the alarm and save residents from the blaze in Harrietsham before it emerged he'd started it. The 23-year-old from Emsworth Grove in Maidstone admitted reckless arson and criminal damage after it happened in May. Rail passengers in Kent can now claim compensation if they're delayed for just 15 minutes. Southeastern are reducing the amount of time your journey has to be disrupted before you're able to ask for some money back. Previously, you had to suffer a delay of at least 30 minutes. Managing Director David Statham's been telling us why they've made the change. We don't want people to be delayed in the first place, but if they are, we want to make it as easy as possible for people to claim the compensation that's due to them. So what we're also doing today is into introducing enhancements to our website to make it easier for people to claim compensation, particularly for regular travellers who make regular journeys, not to have to have to keep re-entering the same data over and over again. So we're trying to make it also today much easier for people to get the compensation that's due to them. So tell us about the trains that are on time then. Obviously yes. you're trying to run a yes. smooth yes. service as much yep. as possible. So yep. tell us a little bit about that then. So so today we're announcing enhancements to compensation, but we don't want customers to be delayed in the first place. We know punctual reliability, particularly for a big suburban community operator like ourselves is really really important so we're working as hard as we can to make people's journeys on time actually over the last few months we've delivered our best ever on time day week month and year in terms of performance so we are making improvements to punctuality that said there's always more we can do and everybody you know quite rightly wants their own train to be on time in terms of uh, you know our statistics on a really good day we'll be delivering about 85 percent of trains exactly on time more, uh, more on an average day, you know, around at about 70% of trades will be exactly on time. It's, I suppose it's hard to get 100% right because there's things that are out of your control, I suppose. Is that, is that sort of right? But I suppose you have to have that, those mitigation circumstances in place. I well, in the end, I don't think customers uh, really care whose fault a delay is. They expect us as the railway to be working with people like Network Rail to provide the most reliable service. And people should be assured that we do that. We work really closely with Network Rail to make sure whether it's the train, the tracks, the station, uh, you know, we're addressing all the causes of delay and making sure that people's journeys are on time as often as they possibly can be. Because some passengers will feel like they should be getting yes. a full refund yes. for, for delays over 15 yes. minutes. Yes. It's, it's a considerable delay that might affect their, yes. you know, connecting trains and, and, yes. and their day maybe late for work. Yes. Would you say it's unreasonable to have full refunds in place for delays like that? Is that, is, is that why you haven't brought that in? 
So, so what we're announcing today is actually in line with uh, lots of the rest of the industry. So the government is now setting up changes to delay repay across the industry as a whole. We are one of the first train operating companies to introduce a 15 minute threshold for delay repay. Actually our sister company did it uh, a couple of years ago. We're one of the, the first talks to then sort of follow down that route, but it's going to be, I think, an industry standard process eventually that the government has said this 15 minute threshold and the compensation associated with that will be rolled out across the country as new franchises are let and introduced. Would you want to be the first to be to offer full refunds for, for delays of 15 minutes? Would you want to be leading in that path? Maybe well, soon down the line? Well, or, or is that well, unreasonable in terms of, of you know, that that's, will cost you too much money? I think in the end what's important is that the compensation we give out is commensurate with the delays that people have encountered. So actually what we're doing is there is a stepped measure of compensation that gives you a little bit more compensation dependent on how long you've been delayed for. Kent Online reports. Two men have been jailed for four and a half years each after police discovered stolen vehicles and car parts during a raid near Sittingbourne. Officers searched out buildings of a property in Stockbury in January last year. The 46 and 48-year-olds tried to deny conspiring to steal and handling stolen goods but were found guilty in court. Two-thirds of young people sent to young offenders institutions in Kent last year had been in the care of local council, according to a damning new report. 21 teenagers from the county were given custodial sentences in the 12 months to January this year. 14 boys aged between 15 and 17 were being looked after by the county council at the time. The findings will be discussed at a public meeting next week. Balloons have been released in memory of a teenage boy found dead in Ashford. 15-year-old Owen Kinghorn was found in a field off Great Chart at the weekend. Friends have gathered to remember him. Demi Sansom went to school with him. Everyone's here to obviously show their respects and show, like, show him how much he was loved and how much we're going to miss him so, so, so much. Obviously, I feel so sorry for his family, but... He, they, but they know, obviously, he was such a loving person and he's going to be missed so much. And I'm so glad of the turnout today because, obviously, it just proves that he was an amazing person. And, like, obviously, even in class now, and it's only been a couple of days, but I just feel like I don't feel like it's real. I feel, I don't know, I just feel empty. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. But I'm going to miss him so much, and he was my best friend. I told him everything. He was like my he was like my brother. But I love you, Owen, and that's all I can say really. His death is not being treated as suspicious. Architects have been given the go-ahead to compete to come up with the redesign of part of Ashford. Bosses are looking at regenerating the Vicarage Lane area around the former Mecca Bingo. The project would see part of that building demolished, although there is a campaign to try and save it by getting it listed. The deadline for applications is October the 2nd. And it's thought around 3,000 people have travelled to Sandgate near Folkestone to see a collection of garden gnomes. More than 40 of them are on display at a home there and they include a fairy gnome, one that's dressed for scuba diving and even an Elvis. You can see pictures in our story online. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.